0: what's up guys welcome to let's talk with Trenton and Brett I'm Trenton
1: and I'm Brett let's Let's talk. talk hello everyone and welcome back to let's talk with Trenton and Brett we're so glad that you guys have taken some time out to spend with us today we have an exciting show for you guys again today We will be continuing on a little bit from where we left off last week, so look forward to that. But before we get into it too much, allow me to introduce the other host of the show, Trenton. What's going on?
0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett, episode 89. Drawing ever so much closer to that episode 100 where we've had some ideas and we'll see... What pans out when the time comes, but we're looking forward to that. Hopefully, we'll be able to do something special for y'all for episode 100, 11 episodes away. Thank you guys for tuning. Like he said, if you tuned in last week, you noticed we read letters from governors and other people that we had sent out prayer cloths to, and we've got another one we're going to start with here in a minute that we want to read that we I didn't have with me last week, but I think that it's a praise report and we need to look at it, take a look, and continue to pray so uh but before we do that wait.letstalk at gmail.com is the email if you'd like to hit us up with questions thoughts comments things you'd like us to talk about on the show make sure you're hitting us up there or you can click on the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode and make sure you're hitting that share button wherever you're checking this out whatever platform you're checking this out on give us a like over on rumble and on youtube right now as well and, yeah, we're just glad
1: that each of you tune in week to week. And don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. You're going to get all the latest shows and information over there. You can also check us out at zappitxapit.com. Head on over there, set you up a profile. And make sure you look for Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. So we try to put that show out in as many places as we possibly can so that you guys wherever you're at, whatever platform you're on, or however your life works, whether you have a smartphone or you don't, and you're at home on a computer, that you can find the podcast, and you can enjoy it right along with us. I'm still
0: on the waiting list for Truth Social, guys, so as soon as that opens up, we can figure out that platform. I'm sure we'll be sharing our stuff on there as well, so that's another exciting platform that's up and coming, and apparently it's pretty popular right now. It was the number one downloaded app. What was it, last week, Brett? I don't know if it still is or not, but I, uh, it's...
1: I can't download it yet on Android. Yeah,
0: Android's not. It's on the Apple Store right now. If you've got that, you can check that out. But um, also, if you want more information, you can hit up truthsocial.com. And that's how you can get signed up and registered. I'm excited about that platform now, I haven't been on it yet, but I heard that it's going to be kind of like a mixture of YouTube, Twitter, Facebook type stuff. So we'll see when we get on there, guys. And if you're on the waiting list, I'm right there with you. So, and I, my number's still up in the hundred thousand. So we'll see if they get to me anytime soon. But I'm uh, looking forward to that when it comes to pass. But uh, thank you guys so much for checking us out today. I wanted to go ahead and start out the show. And I felt this last week as we were wrapping up the show. And we had finished recording, and then I went to my wife, and she had made copies of all the letters we had gotten from people. So she had a folder full of them, and I went home and I read it because God told me, you know, I want you to read this letter. I want you to say a prayer for her. Well, then it was like the next day or the next night that uh, Governor DeSantis comes out and announces that his wife is right now— cancer-free. So uh, let's go ahead and read this. Wife, This actually comes from First Lady Casey DeSantis in Florida. She wrote this, it looks like, on November 9th, 2021, and she addressed it to our churches. It says, thank you so much for your kind words, encouragement, and for taking the time to write the governor and myself. We are humbled by the prayers and are blessed beyond words to have your support through this fight. From the bottom of my heart and on behalf of the governor and our little ones, Madison, Mason, and Mammy, I guess is how you say that. Thank you. Sincerest regards, Casey DeSantis and first lady in Florida. So Governor DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, wife. And then it came, after God had spoken that to me we found this letter, it came the next day. There was an announcement, I think it was the next day or it was later that night even, that there was an announcement that she was now cancer free. So I want to go ahead and play that clip with Brett. You got anything to add before we get into Governor DeSantis? No, I just, I mean
1: it's just amazing, you know. It's what we always talk about here is if you just look and you just believe and you just ask God, God works and you know we're seeing him work all over the place and this is just another example that God is moving and there are good things happening in the world whether people believe it or not. And
0: so, And we're not taking any credit for this. Lots of people were praying. We heard Governor DeSantis say that on the announcement video. So if you were praying for Casey DeSantis, and, you know, people are struggling with this stuff all day. She just happens to be in the public eye, and we know to pray for her. So um, just know this, and this is the power of prayer. We talked about this last week. So let's go ahead and get into Governor DeSante's announcement, and then we'll come back and talk about it after this clip.
1: This is Governor Ron DeSantis. I have a positive update about my wife, Casey DeSantis. After going through both treatment and surgery for breast cancer, uh, she is now considered cancer-free. And all of you have had thoughts and prayers that have been given to my family and my wife. I just want to know thank you for doing that. It's lifted her spirits. It's made a tremendous difference. And for all the women out there who are going through breast cancer right now, you can overcome this. I know it's very difficult, but my wife is proof positive. And so if you'd want wound back six or seven months, this is exactly the type of news that we had hoped for. She still has more to do, but I'm confident uh, she's going to make a full recovery. Thank you for all your thoughts and prayers, and God bless you all. So, wow. Amen. And that's what we was talking about last week was the power of prayer, right, Brett? And, you know, it, it's like Trent said, it ain't it's not just us. We're not putting anything on us or whatever, but the point that we're trying to get across and not just this situation, but so many other situations is that, you know, if we will just take the time to pray because there's so many people and, you know, it's one of the things I talked about Sunday before, uh, before was, you know, it, it's one of our greatest weapons that we have. It's one of the greatest things that we can do. It's, it's our opportunity to speak directly to the father. And I don't understand why, people give don't give prayer the credit that it deserves because really you you get to talk to the creator of the universe, and I'm just going to be real for a second, and you get to tell him your problems because that's what we do, right? <laughs> we, give, we give him a laundry list of our problems. There should be plenty of thanksgiving and praise in there as well, but we get to basically lay our problems out before the creator of the universe and get to watch him work. And it's just an amazing thing to see. I mean, this is one of those things we prayed as a church. We sent a prayer cloth and then God worked. And now we get to see the work that God did, not just through our prayers, but through the prayers of everybody. We get to see our creator heal somebody and answer a prayer and restore life back to that family. take the fear out of that family and fill it with hope. And that's just an awesome thing to see. And you know, it's, The power of prayer, and he acknowledges it that
0: right there. It's the power of prayer. He was thanking everybody for praying. He was encouraging those that are out there that may be struggling with the same thing. He basically said seven or eight months ago, this is the news we were hoping for. And they ended up getting that news. And DeSantis is a Christian. You got to remember as well. I've heard him. I heard him part of his clip from this speech (laughs) at CPAC where he was giving talking about. I think he was talking about the armor of God. He was talking about something, which is interesting how much that's been getting brought up here lately. Mm. But uh, so, but yes, it's it's always good to see God moving in the lives of all people. And these aren't. This isn't like the only one that we've got. You know, praise reports back from. We just thought. You guys know who this is. We'd bring it up on the air and talk about it. But I, I did want to go ahead and when he told me to read that letter to you guys, he also said to go ahead and send a prayer out for her. And so we're going to go ahead and do that for her and her family as they're doing what they've got to do. They're trying to make decisions, they're trying to make the best decisions. So uh and we're going to pray protection and things for them as well. So and then like I said, then it was like the next day or something that this news came and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing. That God is on the move." So let's pray for Casey DeSantis and Governor DeSantis and family real quick and then we will move on with the rest of the show. We've got some other stuff we want to talk to about including a testimony from Mario Marillo's revival here just a couple of weeks ago, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. So, uh, But this is the news you guys need to be hearing. This is the stuff that you guys out there that think the world is all bad need to understand that God is on the move as well. Anything you want to add for our prayer no, here, Brett? Let's go ahead. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for Governor DeSantis and his place in society and the stand he's taking, Lord, against this corruption and things that are going on, Lord. I just pray that you would guard him and his family and that you would protect them and that you would send divine protection around them, Lord. We thank you for the praise report of the healing that happened in um, Miss Casey DeSantis's life, Lord. And we just thank you for that family. And I pray that you continue to strengthen them and encourage them day to day as they fight the good fight and they try to make the right decisions based on what you're telling them to do in jesus name amen so uh yes if you're listening to mainstream media they probably convinced you that desantez is a bad guy but just know he's fighting on god's side and you guys need to understand that that's why we tell you you guys
1: need to pay attention to what god's up to not what the world is telling you is truth but yeah if we only listen to the world man i I could see why people are so depressed. I mean, I don't even watch the news, but I just catch a little bit of the stuff that we see from social media and things like that. And I'm like, well, no wonder the, world, the world's depressed. If you listen to all of this stuff, it would make you think that there's no hope. Like, well, we're done. I mean, we might as well just kick back and watch the end of the world take place because that's literally what they make it feel like. But whenever you see things like, you know, what we just listened to and what we're getting ready to listen to and. When you see things like that taking place, it, it should bring hope into your own life, into your own things. Because what's neat about it is these people that we're, that we're talking about, just talked about, getting ready to talk about, they're everyday people. They're just everyday people that God healed them because somebody took the time to pray for them. And that right there should bring us all hope because we've all got sicknesses of some sort or we know somebody that does. We've got ailments, you know. The the minor pains to the big things, God is healing everything right now. He's, he's healing those things, and it's just remarkable to sit back and watch what God's doing. Yeah,
0: so uh, yes, and God is up to a lot of big things, and you guys need to get ready. Especially if you're in the kingdom. See, that's another thing that kind of bothers me. It's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine, is that we've got a lot of Christians nowadays that see all this bad stuff happening, just assume it's the end of time, and they're just going to sit around and wait on Jesus to come back because they think the rapture is going to happen right now. Now, it could. It could happen while we're doing this. But what you guys are missing, if you've got that type of attitude, is that we are supposed to be occupying the territory that God has given us while we're here, we're supposed to be actively praying for people. We're supposed to be seeing healings. There's a lot of needs, and we're, you're only getting mm-hmm. to hear a couple of them today on this show. And the one we're going to play in a minute is just amazing because it's something that shouldn't have had a cure, but Jesus healed it. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a, just a minute. But what about Brett? What do you think? That that's That's just something that bothers me. Everybody is always looking up. Oh, Jesus mm-hmm. is coming back. I'm just going to sit here and wait. And, you know, I don't have to do anything else. Well, you know what? The church is supposed to be about their father's business. So we need to be out there engaging this society and delivering as many people as possible and seeing souls saved. And for those of you who haven't caught it yet, we are in the early stages of the greatest great awakening this world has ever seen. And it's happening around us. And many Christians are missing it because it's kind of like I preached on last Wednesday night. That they're just settling for good. They don't want the great. God's trying to accomplish great things, and we're settling for good. Well, you know, I'm good. I don't need none of that.
1: But uh, what do you got, Brett? You know, I've said it once before, a couple of times in a sermon is where you're at. You know, I was talking about the church. This is the territory, you know, the building or whatever. This is your church. This is a territory that God has given you. You need to defend it. And it goes the same with anywhere that you go and you walk, anywhere that you work, that's your territory that God has given you. And you need to be about it. You need to be about defending it. And, yeah, I'm all for, you know, the Bible tells us to look up and to, to be ready at all times because he could come back whenever. And I'm all for that. And, you know what, Trent could tell you I, I was really into that for years and years and years about the rapture and studying prophecy and all that stuff. And I still find it interesting. But God has shifted my focus over to realizing that that day, when that's going to happen, will take care of itself. But for now, we need to be about our Father's business and taking care of the territory that he's given us. That means praying for the people that he's given us to pray for, you know, defending those people, standing up for Him, doing the things that God has called us to do while we are still here. The day the rapture is going to come, it's going to come. There ain't no stopping it. There ain't nothing you can do to really make it come any quicker. It's going to happen. So while you're here, we need to be about the Father's business. And that means protecting the territory and praying over the people and doing the things that God has called us to do. And that means laying hands on the sick. Yes, I said sick. (laughs) We're called to lay hands on the sick. Whether you like that or not, we're called to do it. And you know what? That's one of the greatest privileges, I think, as a pastor is, in my opinion, is that you're called to lay hands on people and to pray with them. And the greatest reward, Trenton, I think, in the whole world is, you know, we've been hearing some here at the church lately is we prayed for somebody and uh, they ended up waking up. It was a couple days later. I can't remember all the details about it. And they were completely healed. They walked out of intensive care that day. Mm-hmm. I mean they didn't go to another hospital room For recovery They said there's nothing wrong with you You're completely healed mm-hmm. And he got up and walked out And you know what we prayed for him literally a day or two before that So He was in a coma God yeah. is moving guys And those are the things that we've we never, It's a privilege to pray for people Because if you believe that God heals them God's going to heal them And those, that's what we're seeing So when we say we're excited about what God's doing It's because we really are excited about what God's doing
0: so I didn't mean to cut him off there, but he was in a coma. The man we're talking about was in a coma, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. And one of the ladies in the church asked us to pray, and I think we sent a prayer cloth, too. And uh, I don't know if we received it before or after or whatever, but like he said, he just kind of woke up. <laughs> I think we prayed on a Wednesday, and he woke up on a Friday. So I think's what it was. So unless someone handed him that prayer cloth, it may not have made it to him yet. But know this, that God is on the move. He's doing things. And how do you think these two pastors, if you want to say, how do you think we get through day to day? It's not focusing on what the world's telling us as news. It's focusing on what God's up to. How are we still so excited about Jesus and the healings and the things that are taking place? It's all got to do with what God's up to right now. We're not talking about 2,000 years ago in the book of Acts. We're talking about right now. God's doing amazing things. And another one of those testimonies is what we're getting ready to share this clip with you. And I am I am getting this from Flashpoint, so give credit where credit's due. But uh, this is Mario Murillo's ministry, and I'm, I don't know if Flashpoint got it from him or what. But this came from the episode, What's Going On in Ukraine, it, uh, March 1st. It looks like this was published, or it was published on March 2nd. So um, if you want to go back and check that out, it's uh, flashpoint.govictory.com and there's a link there so orgovictory.com slash flashpoint you can check it out there or you can probably check out mario murillo.com and this lady's testimony is on there but what she's talking about is showing up at this tent revival and i believe it was just the one that he had a few weeks ago it may have been one of the earlier ones well here just let her tell you in her own words this is a couple of minutes so we'll come back at the end of this and we'll talk about it
1: for years you have battled a disease in your body Nicole, tell the people what you've been through.
0: I was diagnosed in 2020 with multiple sclerosis. I came to your first tent revival with my arms stuck, and I was limping, and it was all very, um, very, very humbling.
1: This afternoon, Jesus visited you and told you that every last symptom of this disease...
0: to come, because I know that with something that is incurable, there's only one answer, and that's Jesus.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if I want to tell you that I'm holding in my hand a very special piece of paper. It's her doctor's report. This doctor examined you, and the only thing he could say is, You have shown a remarkable improvement since the tent. And then he said, you are off all your medication. But you know that you are completely healed. Now, if you can't shout, I don't know what I'm going to get up, get up and shout to God. Be
0: the glory. Hey, Amen. And that was awesome. You know, we you guys got to go watch the video. Go check out Flashpoint. You know, if you've got the Go Victory app, you can check it out on there. Uh, it was the episode that was entitled "What's Going On in Ukraine," I think. So, um, and it had the Fab Four, as they call them, on there, which is Gene Bailey. Lance Wall, now Mario Murillo, Hank Kuhneman, they were all talking about. But he gave Mario a chance to talk more about it after that. So I encourage you to go check out that episode. And like I said, you can probably check out Mario Murillo's website. I'm not really sure what it is, if it's just MarioMurillo.com or what it is right now. But you can probably just type in Mario Murillo in your search bar, whatever engine you use, and it'll pull him up. And I'm sure you can find that on his website. But wow. All she could do was scream, and that was amazing. You know, I got
1: chills when she screamed. <laughs> we gotta, we've got to get out of the bubble that we're in thinking that God's got to move in the realm of what we think God can move in, saying, well, if God doesn't do it in this way, then he just can't do it. And that was at a tent revival. And one of the things I noticed is they were kind of spanning over the crowd, and you've seen people from all different walks of life— You. And, and not trying to be judgmental or anything, but you could tell a farmer from somebody that's not a farmer and things like that, right? So you I mean there was people from all different walks of life and stuff there. And it was just so neat that they were all there. They were all worshiping together. And what caught – it was so important is that they were all rejoicing for what God had done. That's what God is trying to get his church to realize and get them to is to realize it's not about us it's not about who we are or what we can do it's about God and what God can do and that if we will all come together from all walks of life worship together like like we next level of freedom church we're all about unity and making connections and being unified in the body of Christ imagine the things that we are going to see Trenton in the next 5 10 15 20 years whatever it is imagine the things that we're going to see if we can get our heads out of, we'll say the sand, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll say the sand. We can get our heads straight and realize that God is talking to us and He is, he's trying to move and he's wanting to do more things like this. He's just got to get the body of Christ to realize that he's wanting to do these things. Because right now, God, he, he's, so, he's moving in places where he's allowed to move. Because I th- I think that there's a lot of places that are still hindering the move in the spirit of God in the place, because they want Him to operate in the in their tradition. They want God to operate in what they will allow God to operate in. And guys, we've got it. We've got to set aside misconceptions. We have got to set aside all of that stuff and just say, Come, Holy Spirit. And I've noticed, Trenton, whenever we all of our services are pretty well <laughs> pretty well like that. Just Holy Spirit, take control and we're seeing awesome things happen and you know it it's it's not no somebody ne- doesn't necessarily that's here comes up with multiple sclerosis and they're healed all of a sudden a lot of the things we see is we pray for somebody that's not here and a couple of days later we get a report back hmm. they're completely healed and no we're not taking credit for it we're just saying god healed them because it takes the body of christ to To pray for somebody and to intercede for that person, and if you'll do that, you're going to see God move in your life and in your church. It's that simple. I think it really is that simple. There's something about the atmosphere in a tent, I guess, too. That helps. That helps, stays That well, like when we saw a
0: cross connection, that was amazing. We've seen healings. We've seen things taking place that were amazing, and we were in a tent, and it was cool. I was fine. I was actually running around in a t-shirt, but it's probably because I was doing all that running. But, but god is moving and how do you you can't explain it that's why the lady said you know this is incurable the only explanation is jesus Mm -hmm. and now i did hear her in the video she's talking about that she came to his first tent revival so whichever one that was and she came there and got healed so she was back at this one standing on the stage lifting her hands i mean you just have to watch the video and this lady was healed I mean, she got a Jesus healing. She didn't yep. get just one of those phony healings. She got a Jesus healing, and it's all God. And as you heard Mario at the end of that clip, he said, All glory goes to God, it doesn't go to him. And that's just like what we're seeing. I mean, we've seen reports back of people being healed from cancer and different things here by just sending them prayer claws to these people that we don't even know. And you know, you, and you got Casey DeSantis. We talked about that early on as well. But, you know, that was from a group of people praying. All over the world, or nation at least, I'm sure, church is praying. He was thanking the people that were praying. So do not underestimate the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer does change things. It's not just an old cliche. Prayer changes things. That's the truth. Prayer does change things. And if you want to see God moving in your life, you've got to be spending some time with God. So if you're sitting out there and you never even take time to listen to God, well, then that's why you're not seeing anything in your life. Because you've got to build a relationship with God. You got to understand who He is. You got to build on that relationship. And that takes work. It's not something you can just sit around and expect it to happen one day. It takes work. You got to, just any other relationship, it takes work. You build a relationship with someone, whether it's your best friend, your spouse, whoever it is, you built that relationship over time and it works the same with God. So all glory goes to God. We've been seeing God do some amazing things here on Wednesdays and all we're doing. Is taking the time to pray. We're doing what the Bible said. They call forth the elders, anoint them with oil, and any ailments they have. And I'm, of course, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have a Bible right in front of me. All those things will be healed, and they'll be forgiven of sins. And it's it's that's all we're doing. The recipe is in the Bible, Where is that James chapter four? Is that where that's at, Brett? Do you know? Uh, i look it in up. James.
1: <laughs> I can tell you that much. I I'm not one for addresses in the Bible. I always have trouble memorizing things, but. You know, one of the other things that I want to point out about prayer too is, you know, we they always say prayer changes things, but you really break it down is prayer changes us because when we pray, that gives God an opportunity to hear our prayers and to answer our prayers. And as he answers our prayers, guess what's going to happen to us? We're going to begin to realize, hey, God really does answer prayer, So it's going to change your relationship with him. And you know, I... It, sometimes, guys, it is hard. It is hard to find that that quiet time and that quiet place, especially if you got kids. I, I completely understand that. <laughs> but it's hard to find that time with God sometimes. But you need to make sure that you take that time. Make sure that you try to find some time and just speak with God and talk to him and let build that relationship with him because your time in prayer is going to change you just as much as it's going to help the person that you're praying for.
0: And if you guys heard that loud noise, that was me pulling out the keyboard on this computer a minute ago. But it's, it's James five fourteen. This way, you guys don't think we're making this up. This is in your Bible. You want a recipe to see God move in your church? You need to allow Him to move. You need that means taking time to actually pray for people when they have a need. Because James chapter five verse fourteen tells us, "Is anyone among you sick?" Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And that is James five fourteen and 15. So the Bible tells us clearly James, brother of Jesus, half brother of Jesus, tells us to call forth the elders, anoint them with oil, pray. So that's all we do. If you're wanting to know what a recipe is to have God move in your church, it's right in the scriptures. He told you what to do. Call forth your elders in your church, pray. And we even have moments here where we just give an invitation for anyone in the congregation that wants to come and pray with us pastors Mm -hmm. for an individual. And you will be surprised how many people get out of their seat. And we've got a crowd huddled around this person, and we are praying together. That is like when we prayed for Casey DeSantis. It was like that. And any of these other people that we've sent out prayer cloths to, a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times, the whole church has gathered at the front of our church to pray and lay hands on those cloths. So that's where it's at. It's in the power of prayer. So understand this. God is very real. Jesus is very real and he's moving very real in this society. So don't let anybody tell you God doesn't do that anymore because if they wanted you to believe that lie, well, they should have discovered beforehand. Like someone like me, I'm not going to buy into that anymore because I've seen God move. I've seen him cure Mm -hmm. incurable diseases. I've seen him heal stage four cancer. I've seen him heal Crohn's disease. I've seen him heal the blind, heal the deaf. I've seen deaf ears open, blind eyes open. I've seen these things happen in church, at an altar call, It prayer.
1: You know, just what you talking there brought something back to memory. You know, the scripture talks about in the last days, there's going to be this falling away that's going to take place. And, you know, I've often wondered what's what's going to cause people to fall away. And, you know, we've been seeing – A number of people that have been, you know, you see it on social media and stuff, people that have been falling away from uh, the faith. They've been in the faith for years, and now they're just falling away from it, saying that, you know, I don't believe in Jesus as Savior anymore. And it's one of these things that it's just, it's happening so frequently, but what it makes me think about is this, is these people that clearly have never seen a move of God before, Trenton, like in just a year, almost a year now that I've been here, I've seen so many things that just you have to sit back and you have to say, well, that was God. Well, that was God. Well, I know that was God. So what, I don't even know how exactly I want to say this, but you need to get to a place where it's not about tradition, where it's not just about doctrine, where it's not just about sitting in church and being quiet and listening to the pastor and going home. You need to seek God to the point where he becomes absolutely real to you. Because if you're in a place where you are seeing God move, then there is absolutely zero chance of you ever falling away. Because you're going to know without a shadow of a doubt that you've seen God heal somebody or you've seen the Holy Spirit show up one day or whatever it is. Because if you were in a place where those real things, I'm not talking about the fake stuff that's out there. I'm talking about the real legitimate church that loves you, cares for you, and will pray with you. You're going to see a move of God. And you need to get to a place where it's about that, where it's about Jesus, where it's about lifting him up. Because if you're in a place where they are lifting up Jesus... The Holy Spirit can't help but move. He's going to want to move in that place, and you're going to see it. So as we're in in entering into the last days, I don't know how exactly you want to say that. I mean, we're seeing very end time things take place. I don't think we're exactly there, but I think we're entering into a time of revival that's going to lead into that time probably. As we do that, we're going to see more and more people fall away. And my advice to that is is pray. Seek God and begin to seek the things of the Holy Spirit because you are going to see God move in these last days if you're looking for it.
0: Don't let him lead you astray. I'm going I'm to read Jesus again. We just read this a few weeks back, I think. Matthew 24, the verses he's talking about. At least one of them. It's in Timothy and places too, I believe. But Jesus answered them. Uh, this is Matthew 24. I'm going to read verses 4 to 14 real quick. Then verse 9, he says, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Here's verse 10. This is what he was getting at. Then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Hmm. I think media when I think about some of those false prophets here. But anyway, but be- And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Mm. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Here's the part we're in. For those of you that haven't caught us, say this on the air yet. Verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. And the end it's talking about there is the tribulation will begin. So, and this is Jesus talking here. And so he gave us what we can be looking at. So all the stuff we're seeing go on, this is just the beginning of birth pains. That's where we're at. And I believe we're in the stage there in verse 14 where it's talking about the whole, this gospel, of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world. That hasn't happened yet. We've been trying. But it hasn't happened yet like we're getting, we're seeing it start to happen now, I should say. And what we're getting ready to see is going to blow your mind even more. But uh, I believe that's where we're at. So don't be one of those that's just sitting around the house waiting for Jesus to come back. Be one of those that's actively doing what you're supposed to be doing. Whatever gifts God has given you, be actively using them for the kingdom of God. I did want to throw out one more thing. This will be the first time we've announced it on any podcast or anything. Uh, if you guys get a chance and you want to know kind of some of the churches we affiliate and connect with a little bit you can hit us up also we have a new platform i guess you call it next level just go there and check it out our show's on there there's access to uh puzzle to purpose tasha hart's show lisa lambert's got a podcast we've got a podcast brett has a video i don't know if you call it a podcast but it's under shows give them truth ministries it's a youtube thing thing. so there's churches that you know we kind of work with that are on there and there are more to come so i'm just waiting to hear back i try not to put them up without talking to them first and we put their stuff up there but we're just waiting there's more and more happening and so get out there Get More Hungry for God. for you guys. Yes. More resources. And it's networking. It's how we connect with some of these people. And so what do we need to do? So stuff that you could be listening to that's going to encourage you and lift you up. So shouts out to all those that are on that platform that will be on that platform here real soon. So once again, that website is nextlevelunity.net. And we call that the next level unity network. And that is where we're trying to use do some networking between churches here locally. Right now it's at least on a local level. And we're gonna there's more coming with that site. Right now it's just kind of simple, but it's a way to access information. So uh, make sure you're hitting us up, wait.letstalk at gmail.com. That's our email. You can hit us up with any questions, thoughts you might have. Also, you can hit us up at the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. You can hit us up on Rumble, YouTube right now. You can hit us up on whatever podcast platform you're checking this out on. Just give us a like, give us a share, help us get the news out, and be sure you can check out next level com if you want more information on our church. And there's a link to that on the next net as well. So Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. we love to talk about what
1: you want to talk about. I'm going to say God bless. I'll see you next week. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and zap it, guys. And you know what? Let's just, we appreciate you guys. You know, you guys come here and you listen to us every week. That means that means a lot to us. You know, so thank you guys for doing that. We just ask you one more time, if you guys would, make sure you share this with as many people as can so here's what you do you just go into your messenger and you click on some people that you think need to hear this message and send it to them. I mean, uh, you can't make them listen to it no matter what you do unless you, you know, you hold them down and force them to listen. And we don't want that, <laughs> so just send it to them. We greatly appreciate it because it's all about getting the word out and encouraging people and, and praising God. So, with that said, guys, let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for. The opportunity, once again, to speak about what you're doing in this world. And we just pray, God, that you continue to move through this platform and continue the miracles, Father God, because they're exciting to see. And we'll we'll keep reporting, Lord. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey,
0: everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Tell a friend and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning. God bless and we'll see you next time.